Welcome back to the Long Acres Finance channel. Originally, I was going to wait till January 1st to launch this new ETF that leverages the methodology of SCHD and applies it to the dividend aristocrats. But given that Noble, the dividend aristocrat ETF, was launched in November of 2013, I thought it would be a good idea to launch my ETF in November as well. Before we jump in here, I just want to say that this isn't a real ETF in the sense that you can't buy shares of this fund on the open market. It's a hypothetical ETF that I will track on Google Sheets and share with my Patreon community. While I would love to have my own publicly traded ETF, the costs are beyond what I can afford, not to mention all the legal and regulatory hurdles. It is possible to duplicate this strategy, and I have plans to do just that, but not with the specific ETF I will be talking about today. But that's another topic for another day. What I want to do today is show you exactly how I built this ETF, talk about how I intend to track it, and why I am doing this. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The process starts with building a portfolio on Seeking Alpha that includes all of the current dividend aristocrats. Next, under the My View option, I have the ability to see the metrics I like for all of the stocks included in this portfolio. I have added the following metrics to the My View pane. The current price, the market cap, the float percentage, cash from operations, total debt, the return on equity, the forward dividend yield, the five-year dividend growth rate, the payout ratio, and the return on total capital. This is more data than I actually need, and I'll explain why I have the additional metrics later on. Next, I exported all of this data into a spreadsheet. In order to duplicate the stock selection process for SCHD, I need four criteria. Free cash flow to total debt, the return on equity, the forward dividend yield, and the five-year dividend growth rate. The last three criteria I can retrieve directly from Seeking Alpha, but they do not report a free cash flow to total debt ratio. So that is why I added the cash from operations and the total debt. Using these two numbers, I can self-compute the free cash flow to total debt ratio, which is simply the cash from operations divided by total debt. Okay, so now that I have the four criteria I need to select my dividend aristocrats, it's time to start ranking. To do this, I first sorted the file by the free cash flow to total debt ratio in descending order. Next, I assigned a rank from 1 to 64 to each of the aristocrats. If any two aristocrats had the same ratio, they were assigned the same rank. I then repeated this process for the return on equity, the forward dividend yield, and the five-year dividend growth rate. The final step was to combine the four rankings into one composite score. Once I had the composite score, I sorted the entire dataset in ascending order by composite score, with the forward dividend yield as the second sorting factor. Next, I selected the 30 highest ranked dividend aristocrats. I copied these stickers, along with the price, market cap, and float percentage into a new worksheet. I then multiplied the market cap for each aristocrat by the float percentage to obtain the float-adjusted market cap. All of the market caps were summed in the bottom row, and it was time to assign each aristocrat an allocation in this ETF. I set the allocation cap at 6.67%, which is twice the equal weight split. 8 out of the 30 chosen aristocrats ended up having the max allocation of 6.67%. They were AbbVie, Abbott Labs, Johnson & Johnson, Chevron, Procter & Gamble, Pepsi, ExxonMobil, and Coca-Cola. So these 8 aristocrats will make up 53.36% of this ETF, and the remaining 46.64% will be split amongst the remaining 22 aristocrats, also based on their float-adjusted market cap. Here are the remaining allocations in order from highest to lowest. 
Medtronic has an allocation of 5.3%, Caterpillar has an allocation of 4.84%, ADP has an allocation of 4.55%, Target has an allocation of 3.57%, 3M Company has an allocation of 3.16%, General Dynamics has an allocation of 2.75%, Illinois Toolworks has an allocation of 2.74%, Colgate Palmolive with 2.69%, Air Products and Chemicals with 2.6%, Cisco with 1.97%, Kimberly Clark with 1.89%, Affleck with 1.81%, Cintas with 1.66%, Nucor with 1.63%, Tiro Price Group with 1.12%, West Pharma with 0.87%, Clorox with 0.81%, Expeditors International of Washington with 0.73%, Cincinnati Financial with 0.71%, Hormel with 0.61%, Franklin Resources with 0.32%, and A.O. Smith with 0.31%. So this ETF will be top-heavy, meaning the largest positions will likely drive the overall performance, since they make up a significant percentage of the portfolio. The top 10 positions make up 63.5% of the whole portfolio, the top 15 positions make up 80.27%, and the top 20 positions make up 91.23%. This means that the 10 smallest positions make up less than 9% of the portfolio, I created a Google Sheet to track this portfolio, and my Patreon members will be able to see the results updated anytime the stock market is open. The portfolio will be funded with $10,000, and I will compare the results to the performance of Noble and STHD. I will use the market open price on November 1st for each of these stocks to determine the number of shares for each position. I will do the same for Noble and STHD. All dividends will be reinvested back into the issuing stock. The dividends will be reinvested based on the open price of the business day following the dividend payment. I will track and document the monthly and annual returns for this portfolio, as well as the dividend history. We are still one business day away from the launch day, but the current yield for the portfolio is right around 2.7%. This is a little better than Noble, that sits around 2.5%, but lower than SCHD, that is around 3.3%. The purpose for all of this is mainly curiosity. I want to see how well this strategy performs in comparison to Noble. I'll compare it to SCHD just for fun, because since the initial universe of stocks is not the same, it really isn't a fair benchmark for this portfolio. I believe there is merit to this stock selection process, as it identifies financially healthy and attractive dividend stocks. Perhaps it can be a good tool to narrow in on better aristocrats, and I can leverage this knowledge to my benefit in the future. The portfolio will remain unchanged for a full year. Next November, I'll repeat the same review process and select the 30 new aristocrats to be included in this portfolio. As always, I'll evaluate the results of this strategy over a long period of time. The hope is that it will outperform Noble in terms of total return, dividend income, and dividend growth. If you recall, when I talked about setting up this portfolio on Seeking Alpha to pull the necessary metrics, there were more metrics mentioned than I used in the analysis. The reason for this was that after I initially came up with the idea, I sat down and thought about the four criteria SCHD uses to select stocks. After thinking about it for a while, I decided to not only copy the stock selection process, but also modify it slightly to better suit my passion for dividend growth stocks. So in addition to this dividend aristocrat portfolio, I have another aristocrat portfolio that I will be tracking, built on the same process but with slightly different criteria. My process still uses the free cash flow to total debt ratio, the forward dividend yield, and the five-year dividend growth rate, but I decided to replace the return on equity with the return on total capital. I personally like this metric more, and I think it'll be interesting to see what difference it can make. Return on capital is very similar to return on equity. The main difference is that with the return on capital, you are seeing profitability on both equity and debt, whereas the return on equity just shows you profitability on equity. 
Therefore, I think using return on capital can help narrow in on companies that practice good debt management. On top of that, I also added the current payout ratio as the fifth criteria to the test. I think a healthy payout ratio is a key metric for strong future dividend growth. The stock selection results for my process were different. Not that much different, but I'll let the actual returns decide if my method is any better than the original SCHD method. Let's talk about the aristocrats that were selected using my method and the allocation of the initial portfolio. There are 7 aristocrats that will have the maximum allocation of 6.67%. They are AbbVie, Abbott Labs, Chevron, ExxonMobil, Johnson & Johnson, McDonald's, and Procter & Gamble. The major difference between these two portfolios is the inclusion of McDonald's in my method, whereas the SCHD method has exposure to Pepsi and Coca-Cola instead. Okay, as for the rest of the aristocrats using my method and their allocations, we have Lindy PLC at 6.64%, Lowe's at 5.45%, Caterpillar at 4.71%, S&P Global also at 4.71%, ADP at 4.43%, Target at 3.48%, 3M Company at 3.08%, General Dynamics at 2.67%, Illinois Toolworks at 2.66%, Air Products and Chemicals at 2.53%, Affleck at 1.77%, Sintas at 1.61%, Nucor at 1.59%, Tiro Price Group at 1.09%, Granger also at 1.09%, Genuine Parts Company at 1.08%, Brown Foreman at 1.06%, Cardinal Health at 0.89%, West Pharma at 0.85%, Expeditors International of Washington at 0.71%, Hormel at 0.6%, Franklin Resources at 0.31%, and A.O. Smith at 0.3%. The other major difference between the two portfolios is the initial dividend yield. If you recall, the original portfolio, built on SCHD's method, had a yield of about 2.7%. My method has a starting dividend yield of about 2.4%, so more in line with Noble. I would like to ask the community here for some help on what I should name these two hypothetical ETFs. For now, I just labeled them LFDAS and LFDAM which stands for Long Acres Finance, Dividend Aristocrats, SCHD, and mine. If you can think of a cool and fitting name, please leave me a comment below, or you can email me directly at longacresfinance at gmail.com. I plan to share the results with you here on a monthly basis, as well as what I learned from tracking these portfolios. If you're a member of my Patreon, there's a post with more details and a link to the Google Sheets, so that you can see these two portfolios live. They should be up to date on a daily basis, except for the dividend activity that I will try to update as it occurs, but sometimes it may be a few days delayed. I'll have a notes sheet that will let you know what has and hasn't been updated yet.